You don't eat milk, you drink it. I mean, yeah, he seems like it's super gross to drink milk by itself. He's like, at least pot buy some chocolate or some strawberry stuff. And the guy That's was weird. like, I don't have any. And he's like just drinking the milk and his kid's like screaming at him. He's like really confused. Yeah, I don't think that's weird. I mean, I did just eat cookies with my milk, but yeah. sometimes you're just like thinking and you're kind of hungry, but you're not like super hungry. And milk's really good for that. Sometimes I feel like I can feel my bones aging, and so I'll drink milk because I get afraid that my bones are aging. Well then. It's time to remember the magic. Yeah, for sure. Now, I want to remember when we're sharing our top tens to start at number ten and not at number one. I actually completely agree and made my list the same way. Okay, maybe I should rewrite it so I don't get confused. Okay. But do you want to talk about the end of the 40s, or do you want to do the list first? You pick. Um, let's do the list first, because then the, the 40s conversation will really next into like what we're doing next. Okay. Okay. So for this one, we decided, since we were going to do a recap of the decade, we would also do like a fun top 10 thing. I want you to know that every time I talk, feel like I'm talking to an imaginary audience, I pretend I'm talking to like... A theater, and in the front, front, the front row of the theater is Callie and your mom. I love it. Okay. <laughs> Just like that's what it is. It's Callie and your mom. And Callie looks really mad that she's there, but your mom is happy for us. Yeah. Okay. I'm leaving this part in for her. I hope you should. I hope you should. So the yeah. first top ten list that we're doing is our top ten favorite Disney movies. It's like a fun, like, get to know us sort of thing. Ooh, and I had this really good idea that after we watch them all, we should do this one again. Because maybe it'll be different. Maybe, yeah. Could be. That'll be fun. It was actually really interesting, too, because I'll be honest, I had my top ten. And then um, last night on ABC, I think it was ABC, it had to be ABC, um, they did, like, a Disney sing-along with celebrities who are coronavirus quarantined. Mm-hmm. So they were all doing it from their houses. So I watched because I wanted to see what the inside of these houses looked like. And a couple people sang songs, and I was like, oh, my God, I didn't put this movie on my list, and it should totally be on my list. And I actually had to, like, it's actually in the middle of my list, so I had to move other ones around. And because it of it, I had to, like, take, there were a couple that I didn't realize I just kind of put on there to make ten. And then I was mm-hmm. like, oh, no, I totally did that. And, yeah. So do you want to like do it. your top, your your number ten first, or should I do my number ten? Oh, and I thought, um... I'll tell you if one of yours is on mine, but I won't tell you where it is until I get there on my own. Oh. I kind of want you to guess what my top one is, though. So when I get there, well, no, because if you, you have to guess now. Because if I tell them all to you, you'll be able to figure it out before we get to one. I think your number one is Moana. Well, let's find out. <laughs> What's my number one, Courtney? <laughs> I, it's not even a thing. Yeah, I, I mean it's Dalmatians, but it is. It's really, it's really close to not. But there's always just something at the last minute that pushes it to number. And then one. your second one is um, Lady and the Tramp. I guess we'll find out. Yeah, but I know I'm right. No, I, it actually isn't. Oh. I, I, okay. I, at first thought it was, and then I seriously sat there and looked at all of them and really because I've never done this, I've never like tried to think of what my top ten is. Because, like, I, yeah. top ten sometimes make me really uncomfortable because, like, it makes me feel like I'm picking between my children. Mm. 
See, here's the problem. I spent all this time figuring this out, mm-hmm. and I got number 10 for me was going to either be Pocahontas or Tarzan, because I put Tarzan down, and then I was like, but I really like Pocahontas. But I think if I watched Tarzan again, I would like Tarzan more. Okay, we'll do it. But we'll, now, we'll recap afterwards, and after we're all done. But now I'm going to cross both those off, and I'm going to tell you it's Fox and the Hound, because it is. It's <laughs> just the last game time decision? Yeah, because I thought it was on. I was later in my list, and it wasn't. So I'm crossing them both off, and it's Fox and the Hound. But it's interesting, because that makes Tarzan and Pocahontas, Pocahontas. honorable mentions for you. Yeah, they don't even need to be on the list because I forgot about Fox and the Hound. I have two honorable mentions as well that were on my list and I ended up having to kick off because of the one I jammed in the middle. No. So I'll tell you my honorable mentions. My honorable mentions were Toy Story and Up. Hmm. Right? Yeah. Yeah. What was your number 10? My number 10 was Sleeping Beauty. Well, tell me what you like about Fox and the Hound. I didn't, I would have never thought you like. I mean, other than the fact that you told me in like one of the episodes, I would have never guessed that being one for you. I like, I think when I was little, I liked that it could be like a story about friendship Mm. that wasn't, there wasn't a like pressure. They decided they wanted to be friends regardless. And then when they couldn't be friends anymore, they separated like grownups for the most part. Yeah. And that the whole story was more about like just being growing up. And I liked that. Yeah. There wasn't like, um. I like that there wasn't, like, a love interest, and it wasn't, like, um, anything supernatural. It was just kind of like, no, this is what life is. It, it's a hard mm-hmm. movie, and it, it, actually it's one of the ones that makes me the most sad. But mm-hmm. I do like that it's realistic. You know, it's funny because it doesn't make me sad. Oh, it makes me sad. I, mean, I get sad in it, and I'm sure I do cry, but at the end it makes me feel like like it's just part of growing up, I guess. It depends where I'm at in my life. If I'm in a good place, then I'll just be like, that was a sad... There were parts of that movie that were sad, but I feel okay with the ending. But if I'm not in a good place, then I'm wretch. I accept that. So, my 10 was Sleeping Beauty, because Prince Philip is a babe. And I also... Mm-hmm. It's actually, like, to... Until, like, of the original three, it's so... Like, not even the original three. Like, of all the early movies like that, it's one of the most romantic. Mm-hmm. Like, it wasn't... I mean, it's still very wham-bam, marriage ma'am, but compared to what we have now, but it's still like, he had to fight to like her, and he was going to marry her even though his dad didn't want him to. Right. I I like, that actually segues really well into my number nine is Sleeping Beauty. Oh my god, wow, did we do that on purpose? No, we didn't. No, but I, I like Sleeping Beauty because... I liked the colors a lot. Mm-hmm. Mary Blair. Mm-hmm. And Maleficent is my love. I have so many things about Maleficent to tell you for our next movie, and I have to wait, but I'm so excited. Oh, my God, I'm so excited, too. Oh, my God, I'm so excited. So what's your number nine? Well, I want to also talk about Sleeping Beauty. I really, I mean, we're going to talk about it again because I love it. But, like, I love that in Sleeping Beauty, her dress changes. And sometimes I get yeah. really mad that... They don't put her in the blue dress as much because Cinder- because like blue is Cinderella's. But I love mm-hmm. the blue dress. But I love what they're doing now with the with it being pink and blue. Yeah, the shifty thing in Disney. Yeah, the yeah. shifting fabric. Yeah, that shifting fa- fabric was just like I know you said that it's a ver- like it's 
it's the same. Tommy. Yeah. Yeah. I, but I'm like, whoever thought it, like, whoever finally decided to do that, I'm like, good for you, ma'am. It's very heavy fabric, so I'm kind of surprised because I think that would be very hot for the actress, but... So maybe technology has made it so that they have, like, more ways to keep her cool, and now they can yeah. use the fabric. Maybe that's why it took so long. Yeah, maybe. Okay. So my number nine. Oh, my God. I'm so excited to tell you. Mm-hmm. You're going to think I'm making it up. What? My number nine is actually Pocahontas. She was the one of the late ads. Oh. Pocahontas was, like, my one of my favorites when I was little. They used to have, I don't know. If, yeah, you. I forgot that we grew up in the same place. Uh, mm-hmm. Do you remember Discovery Zone? Yeah. My parents took me to Discovery Zone once for my birthday. And they had, like, this giant foam wall. Mm-hmm. And my dad was calling me to come have cake for my birthday. And I was like, oh, my dad is calling me. I have to get down from here fast. So I, like, backed up and I ran. And I jumped off the wall and I poked on a stove and I bruised my entire face. <laughs> right before I blew the candles out of my cake. So my picture... Looks rough. I am so sorry. It's okay. My mom was more mad than you know, I was. You know what's kind of funny is that I have a Disney Discovery Zone memory too, which is like really bizarre. Oh my god. Yeah. We went to Discovery Zone like in January or February, like probably right before Valentine's Day. Mm-hmm. Because they were doing a craft thing where you make a Valentine's Day card for your dad. Or your family or whatever. And I, I was making one for my dad because dad used to watch all the movies with me. And Hercules was coming out and I made him a card with Hercules on it. And took it home. That's so cute. Yeah, isn't it cute? Yeah. So, on to number eight for me is Tangled. I knew Tangled was going to be on there for you. I had a hard time because I wanted to put it on there. But then mm-hmm. I was like... No, because I, there's one scene in it that like annoys me. Yeah. So much. That, that then that's not true. Let me let me amend that. There are a lot of scenes that fall flat for me that I've seen strike a chord with other people. Yeah. So I'm like, oh no, I like this movie, but I don't love this movie like other people love this movie. But I Zach Eklund, that. Zach Eklund loves that movie. Yes. I'm not surprised that he loves it. He does. He loves he it. And I have very, very similar taste in movies. Yeah. I have this theory that, like, I date people that remind me of, like, people in my <laughs> life. I think Zach, yeah. like, Zach Eklund was you. Oh. Yeah. Um, okay. I liked Pocahontas a lot. I just wanted to go back and say that I liked Pocahontas a lot. I liked the music a lot. Okay. So it's eight for you. Mm-hmm. Tangled. It's tangled. Eight for me is The Lion King, which I actually I really felt weird putting it at such a high number. Because Nala was my girl, and then I had to like sit, and I had to do this for a different one too later on. But I had to differentiate. Mm-hmm. This isn't like a top favorite girls, because then that list would be different. But overall, mm-hmm. Lion King, I love it a whole bunch. I just like other ones more. So The Lion King isn't even on my list. That makes me feel better. But it's such a beautiful movie. I agree, and I did like The Lion King, but when I was putting this together, I thought, oh, I forgot The Lion King, and I was like, no, I didn't, because I like all these other movies more. I love Lion King. And also, like, sometimes some of the movies will come back for me in different ways, mm-hmm. and, like, so sometimes I'm, like, all about The Lion King, and I'm obsessed with it, and I think about it for days, but 
I, it's just not higher for me right now. I accept that. Maybe we'll, it probably, if if my my movies like switch when it's final time, this one mm-hmm. will probably be one of the ones that ends up being higher. Because it's, hmm. it's like neck and neck with my number seven. Neat. Should well, I, mine. Yeah, go ahead. My number seven is Brave. Oh, that's interesting. I see. I've only seen Brave once. I. That's how I figured out Brave was one of my favorites because I was thinking about the movies that I've watched repeatedly and mm-hmm. Brave I've probably watched like four or five times whereas some of these movies that I know I've I liked and stuff I haven't ever really watched as an adult. So the ones that I put on this list were ones that I wanted to watch now mm-hmm. if that makes sense. Yeah. So cuz I felt like it, that meant I liked them more. So yeah, Brave I I, I made Chris watch Brave with me. I made my dad watch Brave with me. And then I made my mom watch Brave with me separately. I think you made me. I think I watched it with you for the first time. Yeah, I really, really like Brave. And I think it's, again, because it's a story about a mother and a daughter, not about... A love interest. Right. And it's not that I'm I'm against romance because I'm not. It's just... I, romance. I like, first. Yeah, I like to see more character development. Mm-hmm. I feel like sometimes when a romantic interest is there, they don't do that. Yeah, it's stunted. Mm-hmm. So what's your seven? What I just want to say about Brave. Oh. It's weird. Hmm. So um, a lot of things in Disney World make me cry. Mm-hmm. As you know. Yeah. But usually I can connect them and be like, this makes me cry because this. This makes me cry because this. Brave makes me cry. And every time it makes me cry, I'm like, I don't understand why, because I've only seen it once. And so I think it's one of those things where, like, if I go down this road, I am just going to awaken something really powerful in myself. As dumb as that sounds, <laughs> like, even when she's on the float, the song they play, that Touch the Sky song, I put it on mm-hmm. my run dis- my, my run playlist. And, like, when it comes on, like, I feel things in my heart of hearts. Yeah, I get. I got when we went and Merida was there. I got so stoked, and I, I think you were the most excited about her in that entire parade. Ugh, Elsa I was like, there. Yeah, Elsa's up there, but I like. I Merida think you were excited Elsa about Merida for reasons. Yeah, yeah. I think like, you I knew like, Merida. I think you knew Elsa was going to be there, but I don't think yeah. I. I knew that at the time how much I, you liked Merida, so I was kind of like, whoa. But yeah, I like Elsa and Merida for different reasons. Like Elsa, she she felt very like not confident with herself. But Merida always felt confident with herself. Yeah. And I liked, I like, you know, I like them differently for that. I, I'm glad that Elsa came into her confidence and I'm glad that Merida just stuck by, like, this is, this is what I'm worth. I yeah. thought that was cool. That's why I like Brave. It's also why you're very sarcastic to that badger about his Scottish accent. <laughs> Probably she did. Uh, and, and the side characters in Brave are all really fun. Like, her brothers are really cool. Her dad's awesome. Mm-hmm. Her mom's really sweet, even though she's a little like high strung. It, it, I actually think Merida's more like her mother than she is like her father, which is really interesting to me. Mm-hmm. They're both very confident, strong women, and they both want to do what is right for their people and their country and themselves. Yeah, they just have different ideas of what that is. Yeah, and what they think is best for Merida. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, I think that's cool. What's your seven? Moana. Just all the way down there. I know <gasps> it was hard. And Moana, I'll be honest, Moana was the one I forgot about. And then like they had, um, I don't know how to say her name, Alil Cravejo mm-hmm. is my is my butcher at it. They had her come on and sing "How Far I'll Go," 
Mm-hmm. And like they had other people come on and sing other songs. Like Christina Aguilera came on, she sang Can You Feel the Love Tonight? Like they had other people come on and sing songs that weren't the songs they did. So that she was doing her song, I was like, oh my God. Yeah. And like the fact that she was 16, like, uh, no, Moana. Moana is actually like one of those ones where like the middle of my lit, like six, seven, eight, I'm like, ooh. Because it's like they all switch so rapidly, like depending on what I'm thinking about. But yeah, I get it. But, yeah, but Moana is beautiful. Moana, I really like connected to on a personal level, just because like I, I there's a theme in it that I really connected to, and I was just like, it's just a, it, it makes me feel a lot of things, and it was a very healing movie for me too. I like it. Yeah, yeah, Moana. I'll tell you more about Moana when I get to mine. Yeah. But um, my number six is The Emperor's New Groove. I knew it. I watched that this weekend. Did I tell you that? We watched it on Easter. <gasps> I've been saving it. I wanted to watch it. And I said, no, I better wait till I watch it with Twitch. Yeah, I did it. And it felt like cheating. And now I'm like, I've told myself that I can't watch any Disney movies until I watch them with you. Like once I watch them with you, I can put them back in rotation. But it's like they're in mm-hmm. the vault now. Yeah. The Emperor's New Groove is just for me, like it's just because John, John, John had never seen it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the art style is super cool. The colors are really neat. Isma's awesome. Mm-hmm. Kronk is awesome. Poncho mm-hmm. is awesome. Mm-hmm. The writing is just really, really smart. It's super funny, and and again, it's about someone learning and becoming better. Mm-hmm. And which, again, no love yeah. interest. Yeah. You hate but then Pacha, I think it's Pacha, mm-hmm. and his wife are really, really good. Oh, like so cute. Yeah, they're really good, cool couple. And his wife in general, like, she's such a strong woman. Mm-hmm. I like it a lot. She's not, like, like, and I also like the, the amount of trust and respect they have, because I don't think she doesn't know about the whole Cusco's Alaba thing. No. Until... Until, no, she has to find out at some point. But she hits him in the face. Never mind. I was going to say, there's a lot of trust. She's like, yeah, I'm super pregnant, and I have these two kids that are pretty freaking rowdy. And, but, like, you have to go the whole way back to see the Emperor again, like, right away. Like, she could have thought he was being a little, and getting a little, yeah. getting a little something on the side. And she didn't. She was like, yep, yeah, but no, I think I do remember her bashing his face in. But yes, yeah. so that's your six. Absolutely. What's your six? Princess and the Frog. I don't remember any of it. I watched it one time, so I it's not on my list either. You're gonna love it. Like so Tiana's great because like there's a love interest, but it's all about how she think she knows the value of hard work and knows that hard work's how you get to where you're going. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, like you can't blind yourself to hard work. You have to remember to enjoy your life too. Yeah. So it's about, like, moderation, and, like, I feel that a lot of the times, like, once the prince comes in, everything's resolved, and we don't really get a lot of, like, look at the prince, and so Naveen Mm -hmm. is great because, like, Tiana makes him a better person, but he, he also makes her a better person in a way, too. It's not like Manic Pixie Dream Girl, where she just exists to to drive him, his development, like, He drives hers as well. 
and she's great. And whenever I, I watch it, I think of like the YouTube video from when they first debuted Tiana in the parks where a black woman was crying because she thought she was never going to be able to see a black princess. And like, it just, like, I just get swept away by like how amazing Princess and the Frog is and how amazing it had to be because people would have looked to blame it on the fact that like, oh, well, an audience won't connect with black characters and the fact that it just did so well that like you you don't even think about it. It's just amazing. Well, I love Princess and the Frog. Well, I'm excited. I, I think I'll like it too. I'm so and also like so it's set in New Orleans, uh, not New Orleans. Yeah, it is set in New Orleans, but it's set in like Louisiana. Was more what mm-hmm. I meant to say. And they get the culture very well. Like it is super jazzy, but in a palatable way because I hate jazz. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's good. I like it. What's your cool. number five? Beauty and the Beast. Wow. Our lists are really similar. Mine is Hercules. Ooh. Mm-hmm. And again, Let's see. this mm-hmm. one I struggled with because I love... Oh, I'm sorry. You were doing Lion King. Hmm? Beauty and the Beast. Beauty and the Beast. I, I just... For that one, the color palette of that movie is beautiful. Yeah, it's gorgeous. It's, it's one of my favorites of all like it is absolutely my favorite looking movie i think mm-hmm. but um specifically bell to me never seems like she gets captured she's in whatever but she never seems like a damsel in distress mm-hmm. to me she she's very competent at what's going on and yeah i guess like she could have stockholm syndrome or something but she always seemed like she knew what was happening mm-hmm. and she was the one making these decisions yeah to me so it comes into that whole i like when they do things i like when and the romance in this one's beautiful so yeah yep that was my five and your five was um hercules right yeah Uh, but again this is when i struggle with like lion king because megara is one of my favorite characters and i identify Mm -hmm. as megara all the fucking time yeah and but i don't love hercules the character Oh, really? I don't. He's Hercules is my four, and it's because I do like Hercules, the character. Maybe I will change my perspective on it, but... Uh-huh. I, right, yeah. I, it's not that I don't like him. That's a strong... That's strong. I feel that he is a main character that is easily overshadowed by all of the supporting characters. Like, I love Pegasus, and Hades is great, and Pain and Panic are funny, and Phil's funny, but, like... That's kind of why I like him. I don't want to say like he's overshadowed, but I do feel like he he's so big and tough. Mm-hmm. But like he's so dependent on he's other people. Timid. No, he's timid is how I see it. I see him as dependent on other people. Yeah, I could. I mean, yeah, absolutely, that works too. But I felt like he's timid and he's around all these big personalities that mm-hmm. he gets a little overshadowed and yeah. he just tries to keep doing good. And Hercules is probably my favorite soundtrack. Oh my god, yeah, it's a great one. Yeah. Hercules is actually another one that makes me, like, cry in the parks. Yeah. Like, um, they have that, they have the, um, the, the Happily Ever After show on the castle. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I remember you sobbing. It sobbed. And it's it's always, like, when he comes back with Meg, because to me, well, not to me, like, the whole point, it's the whole point, I'm an idiot, but the whole point of the movie is, like, that's when he's a hero, but to me, like, that's when I'm, like, oh, my God, like, 
Because you know what it is? Here's what it is. The whole time, I resent Hercules for feeling he has to work so hard to find his place because that's something that I feel I do too much, where I bend over backwards to try and find a place with people. So I Mm -hmm. think I resent that in him because I see that about me. But when he goes to get Meg, I'm like, oh my God, this is somebody who isn't trying or doing something to try. He's doing something because he believes it's what's right. And like, that's, and that's what it took for him to become what he always wanted to be for him to stop caring about what it took to be what he was trying to be. Yeah. I love her. I do too. It's a good one. That's my number four. So what's your number four? My number four is Hunchback of Notre Dame. Oh, that's not even on my list either. That one, that's, that's probably my favorite soundtrack. You know, I, I remember I watched, I've only watched Hunchback as an adult like a year or so ago and I only watched it one time and it was a really really cool soundtrack that's what I remember the most about it and I remember Frollo being like fucking crazy and I liked that I think Quasimodo is like another character that I super like identify with and I really I do like a super hard where I'm like and I think it's because of like being so timid for most of my life and not being a part of stuff that like yeah. like one of my favorite like Disney jams is um, out there where he sings about like how if he could be among the people and living life like them like he wouldn't waste it for a second and he would live it as fully as possible and he would be happy going back to his life in the bell tower if he just got one day where he got to be among people the way he wanted to be and it's such a good jam. I cried you know, that part weird. of the show, the castle show too. I've seen the Hunchback of Notre Dame too. Mm-hmm. Before I saw The Hunchback. Mm-hmm. And I think because that one sat so poorly with me, I don't like Quasimodo at all. Mm. See, I've never seen the sequel. Yeah. And I'm not, like, he's not, like, a bad guy or anything. I just, I feel, like, kind of like how you felt about Hercules. Like, everyone else is so strong and has such interesting, creepy, or... Even Phineas, I think, is his name. I don't know. That Phoebus. Phoebus. Yeah, yeah. The Phoebus. The guard. I thought even he had, like, some interesting development. And, you know, Esmeralda obviously had interesting development. Quasimodo, I kind of felt like part of why it was, like, he let me... I don't want to say he let me down. The story let me down in it. That's not Disney's fault. It's because at the end, he's. it, it feels like he's still back. He's, like, still in the same place. See, that's what I like about Hunchback is, like, Esmeralda is so strong and such a powerful mm-hmm. woman and, like, just fighting off the guards and being unafraid to love somebody that society seems, like, not and not romantically love, but show love mm-hmm. for someone that society yeah, needs less than. And Phoebus to go against everything, like, his entire career has been trained for and to fall mm-hmm. in love with the Romani and, like, all this stuff. And so they're such strong characters that for most of the movie... They do overshadow him. And, like, Frollo obviously overshadows him, so he's the small, broken man. And then, mm-hmm. like, he saves everybody. He saves France. Yeah. I get it. I just, I'm I gonna, think I I'm just going to cry when we watch it, just so we know. I'm just going to cry. Okay. I think I just felt bad that, like, 
and he never got appreciated and that's not like it just makes me sad yeah it makes and me sad then, too and i i don't like and i'm all for like a sad movie but like i just wanted like it feels very unresolved to me because mm-hmm. of that yeah so on to number three my number three is frozen two yeah tell me about it it's the best one it's like the coolest and i like frozen one so much but frozen one's not even on my list because (gasps) frozen two did it so hard yeah and i didn't think like i would ever because i was so into frozen i thought like it was super cool i loved that it was about sisters who loved each other and i liked you know all of it was super awesome and then frozen two happened and I liked that they were still working on their relationship, that nothing was perfect between them, but mm-hmm. they still loved each other so much. Obviously, like, the soundtrack's fucking awesome. And Sven and Kristoff. <laughs> and Olaf in Frozen 2 is, like, not even annoying. No, I, I hate him in Frozen 1. Yeah, like, I... Yeah, Frozen 2 was was the jams and i like that anna is now queen of arendelle because oh yeah is that oh well we're talking about all of them (gasps) i don't know how that works no i mean i mean just because that one's more recent but no disney i think says uh disney has like a six month limit where where they consider it a spoiler gotcha but yeah like i i like that part too because that should have been anna's role the whole time she was the one who was so enthralled with the people Mm mm-hmm so I even liked that, and Elsa just wanted to be free, and now she's fucking free. No, honestly, like, if I had thought about, I I didn't think about Frozen Two. Mm-hmm. That would have been on my list somewhere. So yeah, Frozen Two. Yeah, that's how my list would have been different. I like it. What's your number three? Lady and the Tramp. Oh, so then I don't know what number two is. You don't. Lady and the Tramp to me is probably. Lady and the Tramp is the most romantic falling in love Disney movie to me. And I'll explain that distinction later on when we get to my number one. But Lady and the Tramp, I love because I love that. I I am just a sucker for a good. They hate each other at first, but they grow to love each other. I am such a fucking sucker for it. You're, You're killing me because that's like why I like Tangled. Hey, see, I think it's and I think like the Hercules hunchback thing. Is like two sides of the same coin, and we're just on the opposite sides of the coin. Yeah. And, like, when you are saying about Lady and the Tramp, I actually thought, as soon as you said that, I said, yeah, but that's pretty much tangled. Yeah. I, I like, also, the story is very much the same. Yeah. But I also really, except no Mother Gothel, but I also really like yeah. um, dogs. And um, yeah. I also really like the, uh, the artwork of the movie. It's a very pretty movie. And also... I really want to be in love one day and have someone give me a puppy in a hat box. Okay, I'll let them know. Yeah, like, if if I could script how I'm going to eventually get my Dalmatian puppy, I would love to get them in a hat box. <laughs> I really, like, it's, it's I, 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 I can't talk about it because I want to tell you all about it, but I can't. <laughs> it's a great. I love Lady and the Tramp. What's your number three? Ooh, top three. Um, Number three was Frozen. Number two, because oh. I went first. That's right. You always go first. Yeah. Well, you made me go first. Yeah. I mean, but um, in this back and forth, you always not like in the world. Oh. Calm down, crazy. <laughs> oh my god. 
Um, number two is The Little Mermaid. Oh, yeah. And then number one is Moana. That makes sense. Yeah, The Little Mermaid. It was my favorite because I wanted to be a fucking sea monster. So I would I loved it. And the music's really cool. And, and it kind of like when I think of really cool color palettes from Disney, mm-hmm. Beauty and the Beast is one. And then Mermaids 2. They're really? very different. Yeah, and I think when we watch it together, you're going to see why, because... Yeah, because I always think uh, it, it looks like... It blows my mind when I watch it sometimes, because I feel like I can tell it's it's from the 80s, whereas Beauty and the Beast, which is the next one, is so much richer. I think I think Ariel, like Little Mermaid, is very washed out, so I'm excited to watch it with you and have you tell me You know, that's funny to me, because I feel like up until the Little Mermaid, everything else seemed soft. Yeah, like I think it looks super soft. And the Little Mermaid has a lot of reds and deep blues and all the fish when they do like under the sea are very vibrant colored and You know, full when, disclosure, I think hmm. that I'm biased to how it looks crappy in the beginning. In the beginning, like the animation is very fuzzy. I feel like they did that Vaseline trick because mm. it's very misty up top where the boat is and then the fish coming down. And then you're right, like under the sea is beautiful. That rock with the algae, whatever she lays on, mm-hmm. I always think that's Coral, pretty. Yeah. yeah, like when we when we see it in Kingdom Hearts, I always think it's pretty. So I'm and I kind of actually what you're saying specifically about the scary dark ships and oceans and stuff, and I that's the contrast that it like threw drew me into it. Mm. And but then you notice like once she gets on land and is with people, and that she. It's vibrant over there now, too. Mm-hmm. Not as vibrant, but it's not, like, muted, which is really cool. That's clever. So, yeah. Well, The Little Mermaid is not my favorite story, I don't think. I don't know. It It's still one of my favorite movies. I just, I wish Ariel just, like... Was it such a 16-year-old? Yeah. Yeah. And her dad's so nice. Yeah. Even though he got really mad, but he's really nice, really. He cares about all his daughters so much, and he just wants what's best. And then it's really sad when Ursula comes to, like, turn her into the little kelp creature. Mm-hmm, and he takes her place. Yeah, like, that's just, that's love. That's the real love story, honestly. It's Triton giving her up to make her happy. Giving himself up and then giving her up. Yeah, I mean, even past that point, like, at the end, he's like, you know what? This is what she wants. Yeah. And he... God, it's such a sweet movie at the end there. Yeah, it makes me cry. Yeah. What's your number two? Beauty and the Beast. Yeah, I figured... I, as soon as you said Lady and the Tramp was three, I was like, Beauty and the Beast has to be two. Yeah. I, I love Beauty and the Beast. Beauty and the Beast, I think, is beautiful. Um, I, the songs get me excited. And uh, my dad used to pick me up and slow dance with me to... Beauty and the Beast. Mm-hmm. So it's also like, for me, whenever I, I really get into trying to learn a language, I'll watch Disney movies in French, because usually it's French I'm trying to learn. And Beauty and the Beast mm-hmm. is one of the easiest ones for me to remember what they're saying so I can make the translations. That's neat. Yeah, and number one is Moana for me. Yeah, I was right. Yep. Why do you like Moana so much? 
it's essentially the little mermaid if she was awesome yeah instead of like you get all the ocean you get the bright colors you get the no love interest oh yeah and i yeah no love interest maui's fucking cool lin-manuel like, miranda miranda wrote the music yeah all of all of moana's awesome and it's beautiful no um so i bought a new tv mm-hmm. as you know like um a couple months probably around thanksgiving and Moana was the first thing I watched on it. And I literally kept pausing it to just, like, sit there, just dumbfounded how beautiful the movie is. Like, when the uh, the wave comes up and the, she, the sea turtle's swimming, mm-hmm. when she's walking to Teka, mm-hmm. anytime Tefiti was on screen. Yeah, it's it's a very, very beautiful. I mean, the stingrays, it's it's just a gorgeous, it's like a breathtakingly gorgeous movie. And it also makes me cry during celebrity, uh, during Happily Ever After. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I love Moana. My number one is 101 Dalmatians. I know. I love it. Why? Um, I love Dalmatians. I love the art style of it. Because, like, I... It's old London, but not super old London. It's and like it has like um like Beauty and the Beast looks like a very rich stained glass to me. If I had to like describe what the like the color makes me think of, mm-hmm. Hundred One Dalmatians looks like that sta- same stained glass years later. Like it to me, it just feels like an old church almost. And like I love their little flat. I think it's the most romantic. In terms of, like, there's that initial, like, I love you, like mm-hmm. I like in Lady and the Tramp. But this one is such a romantic, like, I've been with you for a while, and I still think you're cute, and I still laugh at your jokes. And, like, when push comes to shove, I still like you, and I just think it's super cute. Such a cute little family movie. You know what I thought is kind of funny when I heard with her list? Hmm. Is that don't have a ton of like traditionally Pixar-y movies on it. No. I don't even... I, I, I think the only one was kind of brave, and I don't even know if that counts. I think I Toy like Story. That's a, my honorable mention. I thought... Yeah, like, I, I just... Huh. But here's the thing. I, I could watch... I like the Pixar movies. Mm-hmm. I liked all of them. Even think... I even thought about how much I liked Onward... Onward's not Pixar. I know, but it's like, it feels like a Pixar movie. Just like, up. Feels like one. No, it is Pixar. I'm wrong. Onward, yeah. Yeah, I'm wrong. I don't know. I I don't like that there's the distinction anymore because Disney owns it. So I'm like, it's, I'm like, stop. I almost I I did want to kind of throw the Incredibles on here because I like it so much, but then all the rest of them kind of I thought really hard about it and I was like, nah. I had a hard time with Finding Nemo because I don't Finding Nemo gives me anxiety, but it's such a pretty movie. Yeah, I know. I feel like now. It just, I, I saw Finding Nemo. I was okay. So I think Finding, I liked Finding Dory more. But that might just be because I like the septopus. Mm-hmm. I don't know. No, it's 100% the septopus. I know. 
It probably is. But yeah, I, I did. I thought you would have more. I think it's only because you show me all these Pixar movies. Like, you come over and make me watch them. Like, Wreck-It Ralph, you made me watch. Well, just because they come out. Yeah, and Big Hero 6. And Wally. I thought I thought about putting Wally on here, too. Wally but is then one I was that like, I've only seen once or twice, but I think I would love it more. I think Wally and Up, I try to stay away from because they hurt me. Mm-hmm. And so I avoid them. But I think that if I watched them and I didn't get so hurt, I would love them more. See, that's part of, like, I when I was making my list, I was like, I really liked Wally, but then I was like, I only ever saw it one time, so maybe I don't really like Wally, because I never even thought, like, oh, I should go watch Wally again. Yeah. Whereas with Brave, I was like, yeah, let's watch Brave again. I like the bears. <laughs> I do. And Mordu's cool as fuck. I don't know who that is. He's the big evil bear. Don't tell me about it. I'm going to watch it again. Mordu. No, I like that. I, I thought that was fun. Yeah, I liked it too. So let's talk about the 40s. They sucked. So I looked up this thing because a lot of people <laughs> talk about the ages of Disney. Mm-hmm. And so, um, but there's like, it's really hard because it's not like an official Disney thing. So it's very subjective. So mm-hmm. like there were a lot of like different lists that said different things. But so... The way I look at it, because one of them is like, oh, the golden age is from Snow White up into and including Cinderella. And I was like, no, man, you can't do it like that. Like, because it's such a tonal shift throughout. And then another one was like, the golden age is Snow White through Bambi. And for that, I was like, no, I see that. And they they, they made the distinction that, like, starting with, Ludus Amigos through the, the, or was it Make Merry Music? Which one came first? Make Mine Music. Make Mine Music. But I think it was Ludus. Yeah, it, it was hard because uh, Make Mine Music wasn't on there, but yeah. Yeah. On the Disney Plus. But so, like, it has all of those, as, like, as the wartime movies, which made sense to me. So it started mm-hmm. with The Reluctant Dragon. No, Reluctant Dragon was in the Golden Age. So start with Saludos Amigos, and then up until Ichabod and Mr. Toad, they called them the wartime movies, and Cinderella started the Silver Age. And that one I believe in, but I thought it was interesting to think about, like, all the different ages. So I had that to think yeah. about. I think about, like, because I was thinking a lot about would I, like, actively watch any of these movies again? And... Uh, honestly, probably not. The only one I might watch again is Bambi. That's what I was gonna say, Bambi. I mean, it's Snow White. Like, I like Snow White. I am. I'm indifferent to Snow White. Like, I'm not. I love Grumpy so much. I I accept that. And like, if you had Snow White on, I'd probably sit and watch it with you. But like, I would never be like, oh, let's watch Snow White because I don't. But maybe I'd be like, oh, let's watch Bambi because mm. Bambi was probably the best movie of that time and I don't even like I talk a lot about how I like to see like you know development and shit but I don't even know if Bambi really developed like he just kind of was there and like putzed around in the forest you stopped he did stuff nah he did but it didn't feel like like if you asked me to tell you the story of Bambi I don't know if I could like like he was born his mom died 
the forest he lived in caught fire. He fought some other deer. But I still liked it, so, I mean, I can't. But, yeah, not, I, that whole era was just not. Ugh. And then I was thinking last night when I was trying to sleep and couldn't because, you know, COVID-19. I was thinking that maybe if we stopped between each short and talked about, but we're so bored. Like we just talked about the short wallet. Like it wasn't even I was, like, cause I liked, like, I liked the short, like I told you, I liked the Mickey Mouse Club and stuff, but having breaks where you could just go like fuck off for a little bit with the commercials and stuff kind of made me like it more. And I thought, well, maybe if we broke it up and didn't watch it and I was like, no, we should be able to watch the whole movie through like let's be real and not be bored yeah you know but i did like the reluctant dragon i was into that i wasn't i accept that no i don't know if i, I was take into that the back reluctant- stop hmm. i'm wrong stop jackie i didn't like the reluctant dragon short but the whole movie with the with the tour of the studios amazing loved it yeah i mean that's the part i liked the best too and I also like that we were definitely wrong about Bill Weasley. He was supposed to be Charlie Weasley. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I I was not in the 40s. I could. So I know we talked about like what the theme of the decade is. Are you still sticking by? The sad animals? Yeah. The decade of sad animals? See, this, yeah, I think I am. Because the only movies worth watching were about sad animals. Yeah. Even, like, you could even say Fantasia's, some of it is sad animals. Kind of. No, yeah, okay. So, yeah, because every, like, the anthologies, nobody, like, nobody wants to watch that, Mm -hmm. I don't think. I'm sure there's somebody super into them, and I just, I feel bad. I I wish I, yeah, I wish I could, like, be that into them, but, like, I, now it's going to be the decade of sad animals for me. And, yeah, I'll never watch Dumbo again. I love Dumbo. I understand. I just don't think it's not like sad movies are okay. That was just miserable the whole time. I couldn't. I think it's the decade. I decided that it's not what I said it was going to be. It's going to be the decade of experimentation. Really? Yeah. I don't feel like they experimented at all. Well, because, hear me out. Oh, okay. Okay, hear me out. Because Pinocchio was the fuck, because we're not counting Snow White, because Snow White was in the 30s. But so Pinocchio was like the next follow-up. And it Uh kind of was Snow White Part 2, where it was pretty dark. But then you had Fantasia. Which, like, was experimental. Like, all that classical music and thinking people were going to sit still. And, like, they wanted to do all that, that smell-o-vision stuff. And you had the Reluctant Dragon, which was, like, a tour about Disney. And it was actually really fucking clever because it was like, hey, we're Disney. We made those, those, like, two movies you really liked and that one movie that you guys thought was weird. Here's what we're about. And it was just like, bam, 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 Disney. Yeah. But then you had Dumbo and Bambi, which were feature lengths again, but, like kind of sad and then Bambi main dude's mom got God 
Okay. But then you had Saludos Amigos and Three Caballeros, where, like, the war kind of took over. But then we were like, hey, we're going to market these films about, like, South America and Central America. And then Victory Three Air Power was just propaganda. Like, I'm not even... Don't, I'm not even... And then Make My Music Song South Fun and Fancy Free were more Fantasia sort of experiments and stuff. See, that's why I don't think they're, like, experiments, because they were just... It's Fantasia light for, like, four or five hours. No, I think they were just, like, testing some stuff out, seeing what, like, felt good. Eh, I don't know. I feel like it was... You know, I, I feel the same... Like, last night or the night before, I kept saying I don't feel like they were innovating anything, and I, I still don't, like... You you can't have, like, f- I think it was four, five, if you can't found t- count Fantasia, five movies that are just cartoons dancing to music. Mm-hmm. And that's what it was. Out of, what, ten? Yeah, so for me, I didn't feel like they innovated anything. I feel like they were on the right path, and then the war happened, and I'm not saying, like... But I almost wish that they would have tried just making longer Mickey cartoons or something. Yeah. Like, I feel like that would have been more innovative to me than... If maybe if they were writing their own music, but yeah. they weren't. All right. Yeah. I mean, I'm okay with your title. I just no, to it's me, okay. You just want to fight me? Oh yeah, I like fighting. Yep. You're just trying to fight me. <laughs> but yeah, I, it was just not. Ugh. I'm so excited to watch Cinderella, though. You have no idea. All right. Well, let me stop this, and uh, we can start Cinderella.